Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets. We bring the showroom to you. Or you can book a personal consultation at our fabulous new showroom in Moortown, Dramiskin. Call 87 237 or visit our website at cnccarpets.com to book an appointment. CNC Carpets for all your carpet and wood flooring needs. 11 to 1. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brussel here with you. Good morning. Hope you're doing well this Tuesday morning. If you can like to get in touch, you can do so by WhatsApp and text 086 1800 658. Michael Sambello, Maniac on LMFM's 11 to 1, kicking off our show. Sinead Brazel here with you. We are in great form here this morning. You might have caught it on the news there with Marco Driscoll, but LMFM has been nominated for three IMRO Radio Awards, which is just so exciting for us here. It really is. Uh, so the station's Call It Out campaign that you might recall, we kick-started that after um, the tragic death of Ashling Murphy and it was really to highlight gender-based violence so that um, powerful ad campaign as well as us kind of reinforcing the message here that's been nominated The Late Lunch have been nominated in the short feature category for its really touching uh, tribute to Eileen Rush Farewell Farewell, Eileen it's called and this I've heard so much about this I missed it at the time I'm going to have to check it out now but the, the guys are telling me here how, how great this is this is the top 10 countdown show with Eamon Duffy that has been nominated for the best music special slash music event apparently he did a whole Bond how did I miss this me being a Bond uh, fan but he did, did a whole Bond um theme around this so well well done to my colleagues my wonderful talented colleagues who've been nominated in these categories and roll on October 7th please God we can bring home some nice uh, well it's gold actually normally it's a gold um, trophy it's quite a nice trophy actually so hopefully we can bring back a couple of those in October but well done because it is it's so hard it is so hard you'd be pulling your hair out putting those uh, entries together as well so well done to everybody who worked on them and put them in and all the rest of it and uh, fingers crossed that we, they do well delighted to hear that news this morning also delighted to hear that a certain group from around this neck of the woods may be getting back together more on that a little bit later on in the show uh, also today was the first day back to school in our house hallelujah hallelujah oh my god thanks be to god get them out the door and into the uniforms we were up and at it we were up and at it this morning and out the door uh, but if the back to school routine has yet to kick in for you it is a struggle Sheena Mitchell she is a pharmacist from Enfield uh, she's also the founder of Wonder Baba this is a fantastic website that I've only just discovered very recently uh, really there is so much on this from advice to sort of you know anything to do with medicines anything to do with babies anything to do with kids it's all on there wonderbaba.ie she's going to be with us with some back to school advice including 
the age-old question, what will be put in the lunchbox that won't come back congealed to the bottom of the box? You know what I mean? After day after after the day of school. So she's going to be uh, chatting to us all about that. Plus, it is the time of year already, again, for students and teachers to be thinking about the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. The closing date for entries is very soon. It's in September, September 26th for next year's event and it is going to be an in-person event after two years of virtual. They are going to be back live and in-person in the RDS which is great. So we're going to be chatting to Mary Colhan as well. Plus, Lots more throughout the show, as is our want on this programme. If you'd like to get in touch with me about anything at all, you know I love to hear from you. 086 1800 658. Now back to the music. Here's Niall. There's Niall Horan and Slow Hands on LMFM's 11 to 1. Was very surprised to hear news this morning that a certain band is getting back together. I mean, so breathless with the news of this. I really am. I'm going to tell you all about that. Come back after these. 11 to 1. Could the cores be getting back together? Apparently, they've hinted that they could be going back on the road after announcing their first gig in five years. Now, unfortunately... Don't get too excited. It's going to be happening in an Australian winery. Random, I know. It's called the One Night Only Show. Uh, it's going to take place in an Australian winery in November. It's the first uh, concert since they that they played since the Royal Albert Hall in 2017 and their first time playing Australia in 21 years. And apparently Sharon Corr was in touch with the Irish Sun saying that the beautiful setting in Australia's Hunter Valley region will give them an opportunity to start things fresh. Ooh, interesting. And there could be more shows in 2023 apparently so you never know you never know they could be all back together again which would be good I think for fans of the cores yes it really would uh, I'm going to play a little bit of cores music for you shortly we want to just say first of all a very happy birthday 70th birthday I should say to Anne Cudden in Cedarfield Denora Road in Drogheda I hope you're having a great day today that's coming in with lots of love for your two sisters Angela and Rita so I hope you're having a fantastic day Anne now back to the music here's the chorus go on go on leave me here they are, the cores with Breathless. Here's hoping that they do go on tour in 2023. Now, I want to remind you about this and thank you so much. There's been so many entries coming in for this, but uh, over the next few weeks, along with localheroes.ie and innovation by Board Gosh Energy, we are looking to recognise the local heroes in our community. So you can nominate the best business and services in Louth and Meath, from best beauty salon to breakfast roll, best barber to gym, best takeaway to best training person and much more. So you can nominate whoever you like in each category and you can do so on lmfm.ie. You'll see a link there on our homepage. Then the top three finalists in each category will make it to the voting stage. So the best of lay the me the awards with Board Gosh Energy's localheroes.ie. If you're looking for a trusted plumber, electrician or gas boiler installer in Laid Mead, visit localheroes.ie. So it comes with a 12-month guarantee backed by Board Gosh Energy. So those categories again, best breakfast 
best role, best barber, best coffee shop, best tradesperson, best restaurant, best takeaway, best par- uh, bar or pub, best beauty salon, best hairdresser, best gym, best bakery, and best butcher. Okay, so that closing uh, will the closing of, for this will will be very very soon. So head over there lmfm.ie and you'll find out lots more about the local heroes competition. And thank you so much to people who have nominated already. We'll be uh, giving you updates on that as time goes on. Uh, now I do have a great competition running all this week. I'm going to give you the details of that very, very shortly. But first, back to the music. Here's the weekend. There's the weekend blinding lights. I want to say hello and happy birthday to Mickey Hagen. This is coming in a request for you today on 0861800658. Hello and happy birthday to my dad, Mickey Hagen and Cooley. That's coming in from Ursula and Tommy in Dundalk. She's also asking, Sinead, how is the green tea going? Well, would you believe, Ursula, I have a, a mug of steaming green tea beside me. I'm a changed woman. I haven't had coffee on this show since I started my whole hits kind of health kick routine. Now I do still drink coffee but just not as much but it's going well. Thank you so much for checking in on me. Now it's competition time. Yes, all this week on 11 to 1 we are giving away a pair of tickets each day to go to the Moonrise Festival. It's happening Saturday the 10th of September in Carper Cross featuring live music, art, crafts, amazing food and drinks. There's a fantastic lineup as well with acts such as Mundy, Hudson Taylor, Keela, Lisa McHugh, Moxie and American Bluegrass Band as well. As well as that, there's also going to be a de- pumpkin, pumpkin decorating competition as well as storytelling. And it's all happening in the idyllic garden setting behind Callens of the Bridge in Carrickmacross. Tickets are available now from the website moonrise.ie or you can get them from Callens of the Bridge, Keegan's News Agents and Birdie's News Agents in Carrickmacross. So today's question, if you'd like a pair of tickets... What is the correct title of the Hudson Taylor song? Is it A, Chasing Rubies or B, Chasing Diamonds? Which is right, A or B? Is it A, Chasing Rubies or B, Chasing Diamonds? If you think you know the answer, 086-1800-658, followed by your own details. And we pick another winner for those tickets towards the end of the programme. Now, it is time to celebrate because, you know, it's back to school this week. Thanks be to the good Lord. And uh, whilst most kids will adapt to the kind of routine easily, some might find it hard to motivate themselves. There could be a bit of anxiety around that as well. Well, help is at hand. We are going to be meeting Sheena Mitchell. She's from Enfield County Mead. She's a pharmacist first and foremost. But whilst on maternity leave in 2015, she set up, I mean, whilst on maternity leave, seriously. And the woman sets up this amazing website. It's called wonderbaba.ie. She also uh, has a brilliant podcast as well. So we're going to be chatting to Sheena all about that and this uh, back to school checklist as well. She'll join her, She'll join the show just after these. 11 to 1. Parents can breathe a sigh of relief. It's officially back to school this week. And whilst most kids adopt to the school routine easily, some might find it hard to motivate themselves. And there can be a little bit of anxiety about returning to the classroom after eight long weeks of fun and play. So what can we do to help ease them back into school life? And what on earth can we put in the lunchbox that won't come back home congealed to the bottom of it? Well, my first guest has been working as a pharmacist since 2007. In 2015, whilst on maternity leave, she launched one 
Wonderbaba, a parenting healthcare resource, because she realised there was so much inaccurate parenting advice online. So over the years and often very late at night, uh, she answered thousands of queries from vulnerable parents who needed support. And the website is going from strength to strength so much so she has a podcast as well. I'm delighted to have Sheena Mitchell, pharmacist and founder of Wonderbaba.ie. She's from Enfield County Mead. She's on the line with me now. How are you doing, Sheena? Good, thank you so much for having me. Great to have you on the show. Now, before we get stuck into our discussion kind of around back to school and your checklist that you have, tell us about Wonder Baba because this came about amazingly. You set this up in between night feeds and countless nappy changes and all the rest that comes with having a baby. Well, look, that's exactly it because I think... You know, obviously before I had children, I had been working as a pharmacist and while, you know, I'd be dealing with kind of medical queries from parents, I don't think I ever actually understood how difficult it can be to access advice when you have young babies at home. So when I was on maternity leave after my first child in 2012, I started a little Facebook page because what happened was I myself ended up searching in the middle of the night for information like, how do I get my baby to sleep? You know? yeah. <laughs> the age-old <laughs> question. Hours. Yeah, yeah. And what I started to realise that there was an awful lot of kind of inaccurate and dangerous medical information out there. So I just felt I, I had a kind of compulsion to answer all of them. And I was like, no, don't ask. Um, don't give advice when you're not asked for it. So I thought the best way to deal with that was to set up a resource online that Irish parents could come to um, for trusted medical advice that would be accessible 24 hours a day because the whole thing is either A, you're kind of, you know, on Google in the middle of the night while feeding a baby or desperately trying to get them to go back to sleep or else you're in a situation where you have, you know, multiple young children. I had three under three and a half years. Oh, wowzers. Okay. Well, the thoughts of leaving the house some days now were like, I may as well have climbed Everest. So I, <laughs> yeah, yes. so I said, no, we need something that makes life a bit easier for people. And that's where Wonder Baba came about. Yeah, because the, the website's fantastic. There's a huge amount, of, huge amount of information on this for people. Everything from, you know, how, trying to conceive information to how to help kids overcome anxiety. There's so much in there. Yeah, and I've really enjoyed actually. So I suppose up until this year, I was doing it almost, I describe it as a hobby and my husband would roll his eyes at that now because I put so many hours into it. But I was working all the time and doing this just as, as you know, a passion really. And I'd written kind of over 200 articles over the year, just covering topic by topic as they came in through either my own experience or from customers or patients kind of emailing me and asking me questions, I said, you know what, I'll write I'll write an article on that. So the next time someone asks me, it'll be easier for me to provide information to people. So this year, really, then I've kind of, I suppose, made the leap and started a podcast. And I have to say, it's one of the most enjoyable things I've ever done, because not only am I, I suppose, providing a healthcare resource for, for parents, through the podcast medium, which is great as a parent because I know myself, you need to be able to listen to things while you're multitasking. Oh, yeah. You need to to be able to listen while you're folding the laundry and (laughs) while you're making the bed, you know. So podcasts are great like that because they can come around in your pocket playing and you can, you know, get lots of information. But also I've loved about the podcast is that I have lots of experts on 
who, you know, are outside my field of expertise. So yeah. I, for example, have spoken, you know, about uh, grief in childhood and with Colin Octor and sleep with Lucy Wolf. And actually the most recently recorded episode I did, I think will be of a lot of interest to your parents listening today because it's all about school lunchboxes. And in that episode, I talked to Cathy Monaghan from weaning.ie and that will be going live this Friday. And oh my goodness, what a wealth of information and such practical knowledge. She just made the whole thing so much more simple and put everything in perspective for me. So I think that's a great one for people to listen to as well. Brilliant. And we're going to come back to that now in a second uh, because, you know, the the it's back to school time. And speaking about the podcast, I had a really lovely time listening to your episode, which features um, some school children where you decided to kind of ask them different things about school, first of all, uh, with regards to this. It was so much fun. 19 minutes of just giggles, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to say it was the best one I've recorded. Just so much crack. I think I found myself in a position like a lot of parents where it was really, really hard to get work done and mind the children. And the best way to kind of appease my mommy guilt was to have a whole load of play dates where I actually <laughs> got consent from the parents and recorded all the children. So we worked together and they had a ball and I had a ball and I have to say some of the answers are just hilarious like I hope the teachers were listening <laughs> <laughs> Yes because that brings me to that because there's some very good feedback for teachers on what makes a good or a bad teacher on this isn't there? <laughs> yeah and you know I was listening going I hope people don't recognise my children's voices Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah Oh yeah uh, yeah there's some naughty answers in there but they're fun they're fun <laughs> naughty and, and this is kind of all but this is a great one actually for uh, parents to actually play to kids who might be feeling a little bit anxious about the return to school maybe or for going to school for the first time it's a great one because the kids are so enthusiastic about it and they talk about you know meeting all their friends and they kind of have a great crack around this Um, but you know speaking about anxiety and kind of that aspect of things how can we as parents help ease this anxiety before school starts? Yeah, and there is actually a lot you can do. And some of it is really simple little things. We have to remember that, you know, the children are about to have a huge change in routine. Like I've personally been enjoying any days I haven't had to go into work, not getting dressed till 10 (laughs) o'clock. You know, there's nothing worse than the morning rush. So the first thing I'd say to parents listening is, First of all, be prepared. Now, you need to do this in a way that you're modelling ideal behaviour. So you're not going to be stressed. And by being prepared, it allows you to have a calm morning. So I make all my packed lunches the night before. because you know what? That's always my intention, but it never happens. (laughs) Oh, like I'm not saying it happens without (laughs) arguments, but um, it happens because we're not great morning people. (laughs) So I'm like, no, that's one job that I have done. Um, And then just waking up, like setting the alarm, even for yourself, kind of a half hour earlier, just so that you can have everything laid out and ready to go. Um, But the most important thing, because obviously it's fine for a lot of children, as you said there, but there are some that do suffer, you know, with anxiety at any time of change. So the most important thing is to talk and listen Um, And talking to your child about what they might be feeling nervous about or what bits they're looking forward to. And even actually doing, listening to that episode, the Back to School Super Quiz on the Wonder Baba podcast, 
it can trigger conversations about what's good that's coming up and what's scary. Yeah. And by by basically kind of acknowledging their fears, first of all, the child feels empowered because you're actually listening to them. And then if it's something like, I don't know where to hang my coat when I go into school or I don't know who I'm going to be sitting with or I'm afraid of whatever. Role play out those situations and even take a drive by, you know, of the school to show them where you'll be leaving, reassuring them that they're going in to have fun with all their friends and that you will be there to pick them up after, you know, after school. And the other thing is I'd make sure to be on time, especially for those early days, even a few minutes early for the school pickups, because that just helps to build confidence in the whole experience. Another thing that can help to build confidence is to organize some small play dates with people in their class. Yes. Um, and know, by the way, they are a godsend. I'm always telling, saying this in this programme about play dates. They are a lifesaver for you as well because, you know, you get to then leave your child at a play date. You know what I mean? It's a win-win scenario. Yes. And I'm always saying, you know, I'm as well minding two, two children as one. Or, you know, it's, yeah. so I think play dates do work really well because it just lets children to develop their relationships with their friends so they have that bit more confidence kind of going in. And for kids who are very worried, I'd say even going in in the car, um, if you have a bit of a drive, you know, or even if you're walking, just doing things like playing the can't say yes or no game or even who can spot a red door if you're driving in the car. Little things just to take their mind off the fact that they're not sitting there waiting to arrive at school. Yes, that's a really good one. That's a really good one. Now, you did talk about lunchboxes and uh, you did mention making them the night before, but it's the most dreaded task for parents because not only do you you spend so much time making the lunch, but you just know deep down that this lunch is going to come back home congealed to the bottom of the lunchbox. I mean, what what lunchbox ideas did uh, was shared in this new podcast episode? Give us a sneak preview of it. Hattie was very enlightening. And I think the first thing to say is just drop all of your standards and realise that if the lunchbox doesn't come home or it doesn't come home empty, that's okay. If your child, you know, realistically, they're given a 10 minute window pretty much to eat this lunch. So the first thing I'd say is make sure the lunchboxes are easy to open. Okay, and like for younger kids starting off, especially children starting school for the first time, I'd say literally go through and make them practice opening the lunchbox and any little containers you're putting fruit in or anything. Um, Also wrappers or skins on fruit. So Kathy had a great tip about, um, you know, waste to do with food. So, for example, if you put sliced up plums in a lunchbox, you're going to have to bin them if they don't come home because they're going to go brown and soggy. Whereas if you put a mandarin in and have, you know, helped your child kind of um, learn to open a mandarin, well, that, if it doesn't get eaten, that can just be moved into tomorrow. Yes, <laughs> but, yes. You know, um, and I think, yeah, so I know, like, we were talking about how many compartments in a lunchbox now, because that's another thing that can be overwhelming, is the amount of different lunchboxes and amazing lunches that you see on social media. And I would say just strip it all right back. I know. Yeah, those one. lunches look amazing. And I'm going, really? Do no, those children eat yeah. those lunches? <laughs> no, like keep it like for me with my kids, I give them choice, but it's yeah. a limited choice. So what I'd say is they have a choice between. So they have an energy compartment, which basically is their carb. So for most of my kids, it'll be a sandwich. Sometimes they might go wild and decide a wrap this week. Mammy would be great. Or a roll, you know, so give yeah. them a choice between 
the option of rack roll or, you know, whatever yeah. kind of carb you're going to give. And then have maybe two other sections. And this is why, actually, I really like the Yum boxes. So they're ones we have on our website that I got in specifically because my own kids love them so much. Um, but they just have the three compartments and they're leak proof. So you can oh, put, fantastic. you know, even a custard in one of these sections. Okay. And actually it won't leak or mix with the other food. Very handy. But anyway, so I'd have your kind of carb section, which is a sandwich, whatever. Give your child a choice of what goes in it. Don't worry if it's jam. Don't worry if it's, you know, the same yeah. thing every single day. So long as they have something that they can pick up and eat quickly. That's really what's most important. It's not about who can make the prettiest toothpaste. You know, that's a problem for the parents. (laughs) So offering a fruit section and offering a salad. And then all you can do is consistently offer a healthy lunchbox every day. Okay, there, of course, is going to be, you know, children who say they don't like this, they don't like that. So you could, if your child will eat cucumbers, great. If they don't like cucumbers, take it out, swap it for tomatoes. If they don't like that... You could give peppers, but find something that yeah. they will as a compromise eat. And if they don't get time to eat it in school, just offer them time to finish it when they get home or maybe have some soup or something available so that if they haven't eaten at school, the main thing is they'll probably have been playing during that time yeah. and growing their social you know, relationships and having fun. And ultimately, it's you know they're going to be picked up at kind of between one and three o'clock, depending on the school finish. They're not going to starve. Yeah, we need to stop stressing, basically, Sheena, which I I know I'm very guilty of that as well. But you've you've put me on the right path now. You really have. When is the podcast going to be out, by the way, so people can check that one out? Yeah, so the Lunchbox episode with Cathy Monaghan is going to be out on Friday, Friday morning early. And it'll be available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If If people want to just go on now today and search a Wonder Babber podcast, they can follow the show and all of the podcasts that are coming up are going to be, you know, very useful for parenting. I know we're jumping into season two now, which will have a big focus on respiratory health because obviously the time we're coming into now, unfortunately, is when all these kind of conversations oh, yeah. come back. So yeah. there'll be lots of tips coming up on how to kind of minimise that and boost your child's chances at staying healthy. So so lots to look forward to there. Sheena, it's been lovely having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining me with all of that great advice today. Not at all. Thanks a million for having me. I Th- hope everyone has a happy return to school. Oh, thanks be to God. All the parents are delighted. That's all we know anyway so far. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much, Sheena. Sheena Mitchell there. You can find more great advice and tips, wonderbaba.ie and you can find her on social media, wonderbabacare. She's on Instagram there and as she mentioned, if you mention, if you search for the Wonder Baba podcast, you'll find it there on the various platforms. 11 to 1. Time to go back in time now to the year 2015 and Kanye West is in focus. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 2015, rap artist Kanye West announces he will run for president in 2020 at the MTV Video Music Awards. We all know how that one went. And today is National Grief Awareness Day. Sometimes even the brightest of days can be very dark when the difficulties of life rear their ugly heads. There's a silver lining to this. There are those that are willing to help us through the darker days. So it's all about looking at grief, raising awareness both of how to cope with it and how to help others. So go around and offer that helping hand. It's National Grief Awareness Day. 
LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Hey Shakira. And our hips don't lie on LMFM's 11 to 1. News at 12 is approaching, but still to come on the show, Lindsay Lohan is on the lookout for a body double in Ireland. More details on that. Plus, BT Young Scientists, the deadline is approaching, so students, you need to get your thinking cap on. We'll have all the details of that as well. 11 to 1. Bruno Mars, Locked Out of Heaven, kicking off our second hour. You're listening to LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. And a nice bit of showbizy news for you because a new Netflix movie starring Lindsay Lohan is going to be filmed in Ireland next month, which is very, very cool. And as well as that, they're looking for a body double. Now, they say for a lead role, but something tells me it's actually to be a body double for Lindsay Lohan, which is pretty cool, right? So it's called Irish Wish. It's going to be shot in Dublin, Wicklow, Westport, Knock Airport and other locations across Ireland during September. And it's set in modern day Ireland. Lohan will play the lead role Maddie and it's expected to be released on Netflix next year. So ahead of the filming schedule, which is uh, from September 5th to October 14th, Netflix casting, uh, Netflix casting team is seeking a full-time uh, body double to fill one of the lead roles. So uh, that's very exciting. They say applicants will need to be residing in Dublin and available from Monday to Friday over the filming period. Acting experience is an advantage as the role requires scenes with the main cast members. So women aged 18 years plus who are 5 foot 4 in height who are dress size 6 to 8. Okay. And you also have to be willing to have your hair dyed red for the role if selected. So essentially, Lindsay Lohan's double. That's pretty cool. Um, apparently as well, uh, the, it's another major Netflix series is also currently being filmed in Dublin. Wicklow and Cork Bodkin it's a comedy thriller series produced by former US President Barack Obama and his wife Michelle I mean they're all just loving Ireland aren't they Uh, so the series is the presidential family's first work on a fictional project and it's produced by the Obama company Higher Ground and it's signed a multi-million dollar deal with Netflix Amazon and Spotify so uh, the series features a big name cast including Young Offenders actor Chris Wally and intermission actor David Wilmot as well Uh, so that's very cool Cool. That's all happening as well. But if you feel like being Lindsay Lohan's body double, do you know what I mean? That now's your chance. Now is your chance. They're looking for people from September fifth to October fourteenth. So if you're sort of petite, five foot four, size six to eight, be willing to dye the L grew a red. Happy days. Lindsay Lohan's body double. More details as I get it, but there you go. That's quite interesting. Now it's time for to see what else is happening in the world of celebrity. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Louise. Hugh Bonneville, Kelly MacDonald and George McKay star in Netflix's new film I Came By which is available to stream tomorrow. It follows a rebellious graffiti artist who targets the homes of the wealthy but discovers a shocking secret when he leads them on a journey endangering himself and those closest to him. George is best known for starring as the lead role in 1917 which won three Oscars and he tells us why attending the awards was a humbling but overwhelming experience. It was kind of weird. I remember the first big dinner we went to and it was just this crazy room of like oh Tom Hanks Jamie Foxx all of these people like you're nearby and it's it's just a weird thing where it kind of actually also normalises them because you've seen these people forever and you're like well I'm here and having a meal and 
there they are too. It was a kind of leveller in a sense to go, oh, they're just people, you know, who you've watched for, for a, a long, long time, but they are just, just people. Breaking Bad actor Brian Cranston is up for doing a Malcolm in the Middle reunion series. That's according to Frankie Muniz, who played Malcolm, who says he's also excited by the idea. With Malcolm, you really get to see what the family has done over 10 years, which I think people would be really excited to see. You know, um, I think it'd be amazing. I've talked to Brian, and Brian Cranston is on board. I've talked to Jane Casimir, who played Lois. She's on board. Everyone's on board. So it's just, you know, we'll see. I, I'm hoping for it because I think it'd be a lot of fun, and I think the fans would really, really enjoy it. But uh, it's not up to me. <laughs> That's the buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. I am here for a reunion show of Malcolm in the Middle. Oh my God, I absolutely loved that show. So, so funny. And I don't know, there's a lot of these ones, you know, from the 90s and and noughties that are deciding to have reunions. I'm here for it. I really am. Watch the space on that one. Back to the music now. Yes, Candy. It's Candy Staten, Young Hearts, Run Free on LMFM's 11 to 1. From Young Hearts to Young Minds now because students across the country are invited to turn their creative ideas into project entries for the 2023 BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. The closing date for that is approaching. We're going to be chatting to Mary Culhan. She's director of BT Young Scientist. She's going to have all the details of how you can enter and what they're looking for. We'll join her after these. 11 to 1. Students from across the country are invited to turn their creative ideas into project entries for the 2023 BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. So this is renowned nationally and internationally as a brilliant platform for young people to showcase their STEM ideas. It's open for project entries until the 26th of September this year. So the competition is now in its 59th year and there are over great, uh, over 200 great prizes up for grabs. Joining me now to tell us more is the head of BT Young Scientist and Technology Competition Mary Culhan, she's on the line. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you very much. Great to have you. So, 59 years at this stage of the Young Scientist Competition, that's some achievement. But tell us a little bit about how this competition came about initially. Yeah, so the exhibition was founded on an idea of science fairs in, in the US. Uh, Dr. Tony Scott, um, who is the main man um, at the exhibition and um, a colleague and lecturer of his at the time, um, Father Dr. Tom Burke, were in the States doing some research or presenting research and came across science fairs in New Mexico and brought the idea back to Ireland um, and decided to launch in 1965. So it has been going great guns since then, as you can imagine. Um, and... Um, it, it really, the ethos of it hasn't really changed from from that first exhibition. It was all about getting students involved in science as it was at the time. It's now, of course, grown to STEM, which is science, technology, engineering and maths. Um, and just to get them involved and get them researching. Yeah, and it's such a great competition every year. And as you say, going from strength to strength. Uh, now, this, uh, sorry, next year's competition will be taking place in person after two years of having an event virtually. You must be so excited to have it back. 
Yeah, uh, uh, and a bit apprehensive as well. Yes, um, of course. I must say, yeah, it's it's lovely, and I know that that my colleagues in in BT who helped me run the exhibition the um, the week of the event are so excited to be, get back, and it'll be just so lovely to be able to interact with the students and and teachers again, and the general public, and of course our wonderful judges. So we've got that. There's a lot of a lot for us to do, uh, a lot of planning. Um, but what we were able to, we're able to do now next year is bring the good parts of the virtual event uh, still um, uh, keep those so yep. people can still look um, in at the exhibition uh, internationally um, and if they can't make it to to the event itself um, we'll be able to put student projects up there and some of the special acts um, but everything else will be in person uh, so all of the judging will be in person so the students will be joining us in Dublin for that. That's fantastic. So the closing date for this is fast approaching. You're encouraging students across this neck of the woods to enter and they always have, there's it's always such a healthy amount of students that uh, enter from this uh, part of the country but what's involved in the entry process? The entry process is actually quite simple. The most uh, important and probably difficult thing is actually coming up with the idea. Yeah. So what we would, the advice I'd always give to, to, to anybody contemplating or working on a project, make sure it's something you're passionate about. Make sure it's mm. something that you really want to learn more about um, because then you're, you're in it and you, you want to learn more. So if you're, you, you know what you're like, if you're interested in something, you will want to know more about it. You'll research it um, and everything else and you'll develop the project more. So then we just need um, the students to register and the teachers to register and to fill in a online application form and to do a one-page proposal. Okay, so that's right. Yeah. The research is about what they uh, intend to do and what they hope the results will be. Okay, so it can be very much an idea at this stage, nowhere near a completed project. Yeah. Yeah, no, we wouldn't expect the projects to be completed at this stage. Um, because the, the period period of research will be too too short. Yeah. So the, the process will be the entries will come in and as quickly as we can, we will get the results out to the students so they know if they've qualified or not. Um, we would ask that they just continue with their projects in the meantime because uh, it, it's a two or three weeks when we're actually looking at them. It uh, could be a valuable time for them to... Um, to be researching and doing some other work. They can also, as part of their projects, if they're, say, in transition year and going for a Goshka Award, they can put their project towards a Goshka Award. Oh, very good. They can yeah. do it as part of a transition year programme. They can look at it maybe for junior cycle science, that sort of thing. So there's lots of different options as well. It's not just doing a project for the sake of, of of it. Yeah, there's um, a lot of advantages to this. And, uh, a lot of advantages, yeah. And, you know, I, I think... As it's sort of increasingly more interviews and stuff in in universities and third levels and and even for jobs and everything else, I know from talking to people that they mentioned that they they did a project for the young scientists. It actually does really serve well. Oh yeah, of course, it's a great thing to have um, on the CV. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for the rest of their lives. So it's so there's lots of things. So we have all those benefits listed, and we have all the process listed on our website, which is www.btyoungscientist.com. Fantastic. Now, there's always some really, really brilliant, like some of the titles that come back that I see even from this area and indeed around the country of, of the ideas the students come up with are just fantastic. Are there any that stick out for you that have won over the years that were just brilliant? I, I think one is, and it's just because I know the, the, the person involved in it, it, do Mars bars make courses run faster, was one years and years yeah. ago. Uh, I, I think may have won a, a, a very 
a minor prize and everything else. But no, there's just really one. So the one I, I, I really sort of looked at and, and, and thought was a, a really excellent project because of the subject matter, all the projects are excellent, was our the winning project from 2022, or 2020, sorry, uh, which was Cormac Harris and Alan O'Sullivan's project around gender bias. Yes, so topical. Gender yeah. is creeping in and a boy is an engineer, a girl is a nurse. And they would, they, they had, gone out to several schools in the area and they had interviewed hundreds of, of kids um, um, five to seven year olds so that that was coming in there so for for a stem based science based competition as we are just the research and the findings of that were were quite eye opening and, and they've looked at building resources for for that age group and probably younger as well so um very interesting yeah, yeah you get you get really really like thought-provoking projects like yeah. that. Um, that it, that's something that's, that's just so close to our hearts and, and what we're trying to do as well by by trying to make STEM gender neutral. Yes, of course. Um, and yes. everything else and get, get, get more people involved in different aspects of science that they haven't been in before. Uh, yeah, really and truly. And that's that's the great thing about this competition as well. There's a really great mix of, of boys, girls entering this. So the closing date is approaching. Are there any common mistakes that students make that they could avoid maybe in this process? Yeah, by doing a project somebody's done before. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> oh, no. We actually have on, on, on the website www.bcyoungscientist.com is a what we call a project finder. So it actually okay. has the last 10 years of projects that have qualified. So just letting people know. Now, we're not going to say you can't look at a subject matter and look at a different spin on of it. Of course. But if it's something we've seen before or is, is, is quite a basic concept, it's not really going to fly. Um, so just just have a look look at it at that and just see the type of projects that have qualified as well. Yeah, um, and then you'll know you'll know from there. Um, but like there's and there's no team any year because I've oh, never yes, wanted of course. to train the students with saying oh the team is such and such this year. Um, like we could have we could have uh, followed the sort of the EU City of Science model mm. and what they are talking about or or any initiatives that are coming out from the UN or anything like that. We just don't do that because we don't want to constrain the thinking and the creativity of people. So again, it's going back to. My the, the top of the interview, so I said something you're passionate about, something you'll really lo- want to learn more about. Yeah, absolutely great advice as always, Mary. I know you're so so busy at this time of the year, particularly uh, in the next couple of months. So the best of luck with this going forward, and no doubt we'll be chatting to you again come January. But thank you so much for joining us today. No problem at all. Thanks a million. Uh, inter- if, if you're interested in this, all the details, btyoungscientist.com, okay? You get in the information there on how to enter and then the qualifying students will have the opportunity to present their projects to judges at the exhibition. It's going to run from the 11th to the 14th of January next year. Aslan, she's so beautiful. I have an anniversary request coming up for uh, Teresa and Paddy Campbell. I've got a great song for you as well. I hope you'll like that very, very shortly. But first, it's time for Job Search. LMFM Job Search With thanks to LMFM Online Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie MIPS requires a fourth year apprentice plumber in the Meath area to apply Please email Tina She's tina.sheeran at mips.ie On store Gibstown Navin requires part-time and full-time deli staff Please send your CV to info at onstoreonline.ie 
Meath County Council are recruiting a retained firefighter based in the Ashburn and Knobber fire stations. Uh, they are also recruiting a clerk of works. To apply, please see current vacancies on the Meath County Council website for information booklet and application form. Home Instead are recruiting new and experienced caregivers in your area. For more details, you can check out careers.homeinstead.ie. Sarah Thompson and Associates Limited Accountants and Taxation Advisors requires full and part-time bookkeepers in their offices in Kells. Send your CV into them. Email sarah at sarahthompson.ie. And Sunhill Nursing Home. Uh, Term and Feckin requires a healthcare assistant. No experience as Sunhill will provide your full QQI Level 5 healthcare support course part-time. Please send your CV to info at sunhill.ie. And an experienced child minder required for two children aged one and two years of age in Minder's own home in North Drogheda area. Text only please 086 073 2972. And don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. Now I want to say uh, wish a happy uh, anniversary to Teresa and Paddy Campbell that's coming in from Maria Claire and Mary I have a lovely song from Tom Baxter on the way for you right now. LMFM Job Search Our love has changed It's a lovely one. Tom Baxter and better for Teresa and Paddy Campbell in Drogheda. Uh, there's also a message coming in from Jamie in Navin as well wishing you a very happy anniversary. Hope you're having a lovely day. Lots of love coming in on 086 658. Now last chance to enter today's competition. Yes, all this week on the show, we are giving away a pair of tickets every day to give uh, to the Moonrise Festival. It's happening Saturday, 10th of September in Carrickmore Cross, featuring live music, art, crafts, amazing food and drinks. There's a fantastic lineup with acts such as Mundy, Hudson Taylor, Keela, Lisa McHugh, Moxie, American Bluegrass Band. There's also a pumpkin decorating competition and seasonal storytelling. So it's kind of a festival for all ages, really. And it's happening in the idyllic garden setting behind Callens of the Bridge in Carrickmore Cross. All of the details are on moonrise.ie. You can also get tickets at Callens of the Bridge, Keegan's News Agents, and Birdie's News Agents in Carrickmore Cross. So today we're asking you what is the correct Hudson Taylor song? Is it A, Chasing Rubies? Or B, Chasing Diamonds. If you think that you know the answer, write A or B. Followed by your own details to 086 1800 658. We're going to pick a winner very, very shortly on the show. Going to take a quick break and I'm back with details of a very special day happening this Saturday. Movie fans particularly are going to be interested in this. I'll give you the details after these. 11 to 1. There's some good news for fans of film because this Saturday, September 3rd, is National Cinema Day. So I'm very excited about this. Now, I know we will be talking about this a bit more with Niall O'Brien in Real Reviews on Friday. But on Saturday, cinemas will have a fantastic offer for movie lovers. So they're going to be, it doesn't matter, large and small, they're going to be selling tickets for just €4 to mark the special day. Now, that is a deal and a half. So four quid in to see a movie 
brilliant. Uh, that's at Participating Cinemas. Uh, tickets for all screenings that day. All screenings, regardless of the film and the time it's being shown, which is brilliant. So 95% of cinemas across Ireland will have this offer. Uh, so the Arc Cinemas locally here as well. The Omniplex Cinemas as well. Uh, Cine World in, in Dublin. The IMC. All those ones, uh, they will have it. And it's all for National Cinema Day. So you can go through your uh, own participating websites kind of for the cinema of your choice with regards to this um, uh, you can you can find all the details there on that one but uh, some of them are bringing kind of you know uh, some cool movies back okay so they're going to have Spider-Man No Way Home that I think is uh, coming into Omniplex cinemas we'll be chatting again as I say more about this on Friday but E.T. is going to be 40 years old this year which is quite the milestone so some cinemas are, are, are putting that on as well also if you haven't seen it and I highly recommend it because it's been uh, shortlisted at this stage now for, for Oscars on Colleen Kuhn The Quiet Girl uh, that which was uh, shot around the Meath area and has local connections here is a gorgeous movie if you haven't seen it that's the one uh, also I hadn't gotten to see Bullet Train with Brad Pitt in it so uh, that's in there as well Top Gun is still around as well uh, so there's lots of movies to enjoy if you want to do that on Saturday and support your cinema for Euro four euro a ticket I mean seriously that is absolutely brilliant um, so as I say we're going to talk about more about that on Friday's programme that's almost our lot on the show for today but I do want to say congratulations to Bridget Byrne in Maharakloon yes the the answer to our quiz today was Chasing Rubies you are going along to the Moonrise Festival uh, there's a pair of tickets there for you don't worry if you missed out today I will have more tickets on the show up for grabs on tomorrow's programme that is our lot on the show for today. Have a great day. Chat to you tomorrow. LMFM Podcasts. With CNC Carpets, we bring the showroom to you. Or book a new showroom appointment on 087 660 4237.